0: One, two, three. Don't do anything that would embarrass us. Oh, all right. <laughs> thanks for the warning. All right, here we go. It's Thursday. Mike and John got it going on. Mike Marino and John King. We will find out if we got a uh, winner in last night's. <laughs> what? I think I just banged the table. <sighs> Come on! I can't do it. We'd be a little more professional here. Before yep. you know it, somebody will be roasting us again. <laughs> Why start now? <laughs> We've got our two cent history lesson coming up. We'll find out, well, the less we know with Rich Pearlberg. We're going to talk pot with Pearlberg. <laughs> Pearlburg, Potsy, Pearlburg <laughs> Potsy will be joining us. Pearlburg. I like that to talk about yeah. Pot and Brighton. Yeah, we'll get to that in uh, just a little while. And of course, local news is being brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's
1: what's going on. Uh, local first responder community is grieving after the passing of a longtime area firefighter, Steve Moore of Brighton. Died after a battle with pancreatic cancer that began with a diagnosis in August of 2021. For six months, Moore underwent chemotherapy and then surgery to remove the tumor. After several months of testing, his cancer was gone, but it returned this past August, and he then learned it was terminal. A 1981 graduate of Brighton High School, Moore joined the Brighton Fire Department as a junior firefighter in 1977. He remained in the fire service for the rest of his life. After decades with the Brighton Fire Department, he then joined the Howell Fire Authority, where he was promoted to lieutenant in September. Moore also worked in the funeral service. He spent 38 years with Keene Funeral Home in Brighton before joining Howell's McDonald's Funeral Home in January of 2021, now known as Watkins Brothers. Moore is survived by his wife Nikki, children Erica, Aaron, Elise, Eric, and Heather. Uh, Also, uh, two grandchildren, Wyatt and Colson. Service details have yet to be announced. Additional details have emerged about how the food grown at a Michigan farm and sold in stores, including in Livingston County, was contaminated by human waste. A state health advisory Monday warned consumers not to eat any Country Gardens produce or products containing produce from Country Gardens of Homer, Michigan, as may have been contaminated with raw, untreated human waste. The Detroit Free Press reports the advisory was prompted by the discovery of two five-gallon buckets of excrement that were dumped directly onto the fields that came from outhouses on the farm. You're welcome. The contamination was discovered during a routine inspection September 28th. Jennifer Holton, the MDAR Director of Communications, told the Free Press the two buckets came from outhouses on the farm, prompting a cease and desist and seizure order being placed on the farm. One of the stores that sold Country Gardens products was Greener Pastures Market in South Lyon, which, according to a Facebook post, sold only small quantities, but immediately disposed of all of those products. A recall on Country Gardens Produce was also issued by Bush's Fresh Food Market, which said a full refund will be issued to customers for any items that were purchased since August 1st. And a White Lake Township boy diagnosed with leukemia got his own personal parade for this week from local law enforcement. On Tuesday evening, patrol vehicles from the White Lake Township Police Department, White Lake Township Fire Department, along with Oakland County Sheriff's Office, the Sheriff's Marine Unit, SWAT Unit, and K-9 Unit, as well as Search and Rescue and Aviation, all drove or flew past three-year-old Archer Bradshaw's house on the 9000 block of Shelby Drive. It was a show of solidarity as he undergoes chemotherapy for acute lymphocytic leukemia. As part of the event, the Deputy Sheriff's Association's Family Benevolent Fund gave Archer a remote-controlled mini-electric patrol car customized with the words Archer Strong and the official sheriff's office logo. He also received his own police uniform and was made an official deputy by Oakland County Sheriff Mike Bouchard. And that's what's going on. And
0: news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Today, the final day of their estate buying event that's going on this Thursday. That's today from 11 to 5. So if you've got some old jewelry you'd like to either trade in for cash or use as a a trade, you get 20% extra if you use it as trade. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. You don't have to make an appointment. Just bring in the jewelry. Their estate buying event final day. Is today, and then it's off to Antwerp, Belgium, for the Binkleys to buy diamonds at the diamond capital of the world. They can shop for you in custom design, a piece just for you, as they do it in store. They've also gra- have great good designs from Simon and G, uh, Simon G and Zagani. Stop by and see them today. Latest from those designers and others at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton and online, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Right.
1: And, you know, we should point out, uh, and as you heard in the news, of course, Steve Moore passing away. Uh, Barb and Mark Binkley were huge supporters of Steve, friends of Steve as well. And um, there's a spider here. Okay. I'm not going to look. Sorry. Don't, Don't kill him. I know how you are about the spiders. <laughs> well, I'd stone in my face, as you were saying. Yes, back to what we we're talking about. Uh, so, anyway, you know, obviously, we talked about this last week, and and uh, our you know uh, our admiration of Steve, and our thoughts and prayers and love for his family uh, at this difficult time, and obviously, unfortunately, I think you know this was you know inevitable. He'd been put into hospice. Um, But, uh, you know, I think that we're seeing already, uh, with his passing, uh, the the show of support and solidarity that's come out from the community, all the different fire departments and first responder agencies have stepped up. But, uh, you know, uh, again, people like the Binkley's who have supported Steve uh, for a long time, been a friend of his and supporters of the family. Um, You know, it is is sad to see this. And I think Steve would be the first one to tell you that, uh, you know, the fact that he ended up with pancreatic cancer, um, was not unique to him as a firefighter. Many firefighters end up with cancers like this. Uh, and whether they are technically classified as, uh, you know, work-related or not, we do know that firefighters have a much higher risk of contracting these types of cancers. Sure, they
0: don't know what they're walking into when they're walking into these uh, fires and right. and other issues.
1: I um, mean, you think about the reverse responders to nine eleven, and how many of them ended up with very, uh, you know, uh, um, various rare forms, of, cancer, forms sure. of cancers because of all the burning plastics and materials. And, and on a constant basis, as a firefighter, if you're going to these fire scenes, you are, it, to some extent, you know, taking in some of this uh, particulate matter and um, and well, so it's it, it, it's a it's we think about firefighters and the dangers that they face we think fire which obviously would be
0: you know the, the greatest enough, danger but there's so many other factors right. And uh, Steve fought till the end, and you know what? At least he's not suffering anymore. We do uh, send our thoughts and prayers, as John said, uh, to the family and and friends of Steve. Right. He was a a fan of the show, and uh, stay strong, more family and friends.
1: Absolutely. And uh, and I should also mention, by the way, I talked briefly with Nikki, his wife, yesterday, and um, also he has a stepdaughter named Faith, uh, who I forgot to mention in the story, so I want to make sure that I mention that, you know. So Steve's family... You know, it, it, there was his immediate family, and then there was extended family, and uh, you know, uh, Steve was beloved by uh, so many people um, and uh, admired and appreciated, and uh, yeah, again, uh, just our our deepest condolences to the Moore family. And
0: as uh, more details come out on on the funeral, we'll pass those along as they uh, they come to us. Right. All right. Uh, our two cent history lesson coming up. We've got uh, Rich Pearlberg joining us in just a little while for. Another edition of the less you know, and we will talk about the uh, the ballot that has the pot on it come November. Are you on the pot? No, I'm in the chair. Right. So, right. we got that yeah. going for As us. As you said, we'll be talking with Potsy Perlberg. Potsy Pearlberg will yeah. be joining us yeah. well, in, speak, in big, just a little while. Big debate. There are a lot of people yeah. that have strong feelings about yeah. it, so we'll we'll get to that yeah. in uh, just a bit. Last night's trivia question: Forty six percent of people. Who live together disagree on how to do this? Most popular but incorrect answer.
1: <coughs>
0: okay, is that a <laughs> <was> new category? <laughs> the, well, it was either the dishwasher, <laughs> how to load the dishwasher correctly, right, or the toilet paper syndrome that we talked about the other day, right? The which way does the roll go? But we all know it goes over the top Up and over. Play. Is the correct way, wrong but there people. are those that are rebels. No, they're just weirdos, and like to go another direction. <laughs> they're just weird people. Well, they are. <laughs> I don't know. We, a, we should deport them. I'm not sure.
1: Anyway, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that should be certain part of the citizen test. It really should. The citizenship. <laughs> You're do. right. Which way? Well, first of all, do you use toilet paper? Well, that, but, then, yeah. I mean, yeah. What, but, uh, going uh, an outhouse
1: and <laughs> <in> homers? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, well. I bet you that farm in Homer. They probably put their toilet paper underneath. Could be and the weirdos.
0: All right. No, but you fact. know
1: what's weird is going to grab the bucket and then putting it on. You, the, you really want to know? I mean, you you want yeah, to know, no, you and don't you don't, want, don't to want to know the thought process that went into that moment of like, I well, I into, got this bucket of human uh, excrement. I don't,
0: I don't want to run up to the hardware store well, and get some uh,
1: fertilizer. There's them tomatoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Bob had corn last night. <laughs> ah, spread that on the field. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to the trivia. Grow up a little bit here, wow. shall we? Okay. Corn on corn. Forty-six percent <laughs> of people who live together disagree on how to do this. Of course, the toilet paper issue. Settle. Not it. Right. Uh, vote was a a guess. They disagree on how to vote or who to vote for. Well, I think I it's probably who to, who to vote, vote for. for yeah, yeah. Uh, how the uh, how the housework should be divvied up.
1: You're right
0: they disagree on it. But you do it so, all and uh, I do nothing. Why,
1: why are you arguing with me?
0: Patricia says how
1: to right. make coffee. Right. Well, so I guess in that respect, is it, uh, do you like it strong? Some people, like my wife, I like it stronger than my wife does. So if I make the coffee, she's always like, oh my God. Got to
0: add water to it. See, that's the water. easy part. Yeah. Um, when it comes to loading the dishwasher, this was an interesting oh, this answer is, from, from Sherry. Yeah. She says, loading the dishwasher, <sighs> you have to read the manual, because the manual says you scrape only, you do not rinse. Right. That's what the manual says. How many people have read their dishwasher manual? Yeah, look,
1: not if many. you want clean dishes, this the scraping method will not do it a lot of the time. Sometimes People's they, they, don't they lie. Wash. They lie. Oh, you can just put them right and you don't have to do anything. Just, you know, you no. don't have to scrape it or rinse it if you eat the pods. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Because you'll be dead. But, uh, but but there is big disagreement. My wife do disagree about how to load the dishwasher. Yeah. I load it wrong. I, I I've have already determined that I, I load it. Load. She loads it wrong. Oh. It's my wife loads it wrong. I load it correctly. And okay. I've tried to explain to her my scientific methodology that goes into why I load it the way I do. Like, no, you gotta put the bowls up here, not down there. That's a waste of space. That's for plates and pans down there. You can't put them up here. That's, uh, yeah, you're wasting space. Should put a label there. <laughs> <laughs> then she goes, well, then you can do it all the time. And I'm it's like, not the right answer. Never mind. Dear. Okay. All right, making the bed.
0: Uh, How to make the bed or just making the bed in general. Why make the bed? That's a great guess. <laughs> Corners on the sheets, in or out, that kind of thing. All wrong. The dispose. Of recyclables. Hmm. Some people are pretty good about it. Right. They take care of it. The box is in the bin. Paper's in the bin. Others just throw them in the trash, and then you're picking them out, saying this plastic bottle can go in the recycle bin.
1: Well, uh, you know, not everything, uh, whatever.
0: Karen says disagreement on bedtime. Yeah. I'm going to guess that's for the kids. Right. Although, the, Although we've probably both been told, don't you think yeah. you should go to bedtime? Yeah. You don't you think bed? it's bedtime? <laughs> Which is really translation for, I would like to watch my show now. Go about it. <laughs> uh, the temperature, Madonna, our good friend Madonna yeah. said the, the temperature in the house. Oh, yeah, that's always, that's an age old battle. Uh, it's probably more than yeah. uh, 46% uh, 6% on that. Uh, remember, today our winner is not only going to be registered for the uh, Liftmaster 8365 garage door opener with two uh, right. remotes and the Keyless Entry Pad from Firehouse Doors, OG sponsor of Mike and John, got it going on. Uh, but they'll also want a pair of tickets to check out the Improv Comedy Show this Saturday at the Howell Historic Howell Theater, right? With uh, CTH. In, um, you're right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what's a piece of paper called that gives you a piece of land?
1: <laughs> in what? Uh, what now? <laughs> Where? I, I'm
2: not, uh, I'm not, not a real estate. We
0: had to talk
1: to Jordan Jensen about that. Sure. Hey, that's his specialty. Uh, <laughs>
0: Finally, we'll get to the right answer. And it was put in by our good friend. We haven't seen him in a while. Right. He used to stop and see us at events sometimes. Wayne Bloodworth. Oh, Wayne. Wayne got the correct answer. Which was? Folding towels. How to fold a towel. So is it long way or the short way? I do it, like if this were a towel. No, don't, no I yeah, don't want to do, it. Don't do that. If this were a towel, okay. I would fold it in half. That's, that's the long way. No. If, if this were a towel, it's this long. Yeah. Fold it in half, long end to make it a square. Then you fold it again, and then again. The oh, way. that's way too much work.
1: Towels towel won. should take two folds. That's all it should take. Two folds. Two folds. So you go long way. No, no, long way is if you. <laughs> get can't explain this. <way> this <laughs> should have brought a towel away. Oh, hold oh, on. on, let me get it. All
0: all right. Right. You so, like yeah, get way. a piece of blank okay. paper. Okay. Okay. But don't Here really fold. fold it because right. we so need to so use that. So this is the towel. So it's yes. longer this way and this way. I go this way. All right, you show me. This way? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, no, we're on the then same. Then this
0: way. Okay, oh yeah. And then this oh, way. Oh, no. See,
1: what's this extra fold
0: for? That's to fit it in a closet. No. It depends if it's going
1: right into. Okay. Back into the bathroom? Now, some people do it the long this that way. way. No, that's the wrong and way. And I'm like, this is the wrong way. Yeah. These are also people who probably put the toilet paper underneath too. Yeah. Is my All right. We've now, determined that. Here's how I actually do it. Honey, the towels are done! <laughs> Put them on a pile. <laughs> <laughs> Fold them right.
0: up. <laughs> so, all okay. right. That's uh, a okay. congratulations, Glad to we Wayne. We solved that. You get to check out the uh, CTH Improv Show coming up at the historic Howell Theater. He, Wayne and a friend on uh, Saturday night. And Wayne is in the drawing. Hold on. What I do with Wayne.
1: What'd name. you do with it? Here it is. Okay. Wayne Bloodworth for the LiftMaster 8365. Courtesy of Firehouse Doors, who've been serving Livingston County residents for the past 24 years. Family-owned, they strive to treat each customer like family. Veteran-owned, Mike Witt, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. Firehouse Doors is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, they have been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. There's a guy at CHI that took his wand and said, you are authorized.
0: And it went, I
1: <laughs> authorized <laughs> a you, a sir. Loin of beef. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Is it yeah. time to call Potzi Perlberg?
1: Well, before we do. Okay. All right. Before we get to the pot. <laughs> pre Potzi, pre Potzi. We want to talk about org solutions as well. What is Orb
0: Solutions, you're saying? "Hey, These are not orbital things. What is Orb Solutions, Orb I say? Orb Solutions yeah.
1: is the work of our friend Austin Lee. Right. If you've checked out MikeAndJohnPodcast.com recently, you'll see that it has a complete new redesign, courtesy of Austin at Orb Solutions. Great work. It's been uh, a pleasure to work with Austin. He's been very responsive to uh, to our needs and our special Simplifying of simplifying high tech Two stuff. very old men who were like <laughs> tubes. Well, the,
0: the thing <laughs> is, tubes. Austin and his dad uh, founded Orb Solutions, and it all turned up because Austin's dad, who's a contractor, right. needed a website. So he went to his kid, who knows this kind of right. stuff. This is and, the modern version of having yeah. your kid program your VCR.
2: Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: uh, yeah, and so they formed this in 2018. Uh, based in Royal Oak, they help small businesses, especially contractors and service based businesses, with web design, advertising, print media design, and marketing. And of course, as we said, family owned and operated. Check them out online, orb.solutions. All right. All right, now it's time for Pot. <laughs> Tell Austin <laughs> Mike and John saying <laughs> Oh, I'm
0: sorry. No, Pot Pearlberg. Right, got it. Rich Pearlberg joining us for the less you know. Yeah, it's about time. Don't be taking money. You know, I think you still have an IOU in that thing. I do. <laughs> good morning, time. How you guys doing? Good morning, Rich. <laughs> we would like to say we're we're happy for you and your Wolverines at five and and0 oh. Yeah, I know that's uh that's the, they've been impressive so far, so that's good to see. Well, you're
1: uh, you're a, you're a big man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, and the Spartans, meanwhile, though they're. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> you know
2: what? Uh, I think I think they got a bargain guy by getting this coach at ninety million dollars.
1: <laughs>
0: now wasn't that wasn't opening the door to slam the Spartans? Now come on, <laughs> I am sorry.
1: I took
0: the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> come on. I took, I took Kick. The wrong path on that one. You know, <laughs> let's. Uh, what are the Spartans playing Ohio State this week? Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the less you know. This is
1: where the Spartans turn it around, fella. Sure. We're going to beat Ohio State, then Ohio State's going to get super pissed, and then when they come to take on the Wolverines, they're going to... I doubt it.
0: Yeah, so let's go with that one. Okay. okay, thanks. It's almost
1: like I've been smoking pot in Brighton. <laughs> oh, nice,
0: nice. Smooth. <laughs> yeah. Can tell you guys are professionals. Oh, so. exactly. Professionals and so. smoking pot? <laughs> so you know what's uh, the this uh the the pot issue is on the ballot and there's been a lot of uh a lot of well, social media activity <laughs> on both sides of this. So so what do you think? Where are we at with this? What is this?
2: Yeah.
1: decent-sized majority yeah. said they were in favor of it
2: yeah and and if i understand, if i recall right there was an attempt to to get lot, to open up some uh, stores in brighton and city council had to pass a resolution and after a big public hearing voted not to but but as promised the petition drive put it on the ballot and the city said on technicality I had to put it on a ballot and finally uh Judge said, "No, you got to put it on a ballot," and even then, I think the mayor voted against putting it on the ballot. But it's I right. It uh, At the council members, I know some publicly, are, are coming out against it. The idea that uh, they just don't want uh, they don't want. Well,
1: but this oppositions on Main Street, right? And I think, and it's not just Main Street though. I mean, they don't want it anywhere.
2: Yeah, uh, now, it, within the city limits. I think some yeah. of the argument is you can get it anywhere. Why? You, you can get it if you want to. Right. And, uh,
1: Just like in the 1920s, uh, you know, you can get liquor in Canada, so what's the big deal? No,
2: <laughs> um. so, I mean, that's it. it's so obvious that the hanging the, 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 the fruit on, on inconsistency is right there. I mean, the argument has been we don't want kids to see uh, marijuana being displayed uh, and sold so openly that they might get the wrong ideas. In a city where, like I like to say, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a bar or liquor. Right. And uh, this is the yeah, thing it's that. Act, it's actually to walk down the street openly hold, with open alcohol because they got social districts.
1: Right. So, I mean, you've got a major uh, uh, restaurant downtown that has on one of its walls routinely has a mural of a Brighton High School athlete. Or two or three. Or two or three at <laughs> a place that serves alcohol. So I only mention it, not that I think there's anything wrong with it. There isn't. I, I think that's fine. I'm just saying that uh, uh, the opposition that is lining up along moral grounds, that's where I think, that's where I have an issue with. And that's
2: the whole thing about it. I mean, I went to college at Michigan, uh, the height of the liberals, uh, during the late 60s and early 70s, and Uh so marijuana was big there. And I got to tell you, I was never a user. I I, I tried it a couple times, I just couldn't. You didn't inhale? Is this what you're trying to tell <laughs> us? Is this gonna... what you're trying to tell us, Rich? <laughs>
1: <laughs> only,
0: only when you walked across <laughs> campus like and had to breathe. I
2: just, I just couldn't, I couldn't get around the idea of uh, taking smoke into my lungs. Right. And I was kind of a nerd as a high school kid. I know that's going to be hard for you to believe, but uh, I didn't even do alcohol until until college, so beer was my big, big opening. I didn't I didn't need to go to marijuana, but uh, you know, I... <laughs> The whole marijuana issue has, has been really misplayed in this country. and It's uh, uh, it's our version of prohibition. You, you, so many people have been thrown in jail because of marijuana. Uh, the cost has been high. Uh, the prison explosion is partly due to the, the war on drugs.
0: Well, let yeah. me let me ask you, you know, this: Didn't they? Would
2: you, would you, would you like it there? You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> with with the uh, didn't they make a change where they, they made an alteration for what's going to be on the ballot uh, regarding schools and churches? They changed and, the and and distance, like and, they, know, and they, and
1: they and added it. churches and they changed the you distance. Know, I, I, the I feet.
0: understand that. I, I I can I can see that that would be a smart thing to do. You know, I, I don't think you need it. Like you can walk out of the high school and there's a uh, a pod uh, depository. It, it, it,
2: That's playing around the edges. There used to be rules you couldn't have a bar within a a certain number of feet of a church. The the small town I grew up in, the poor bowling alley, was close to the Methodist church, so they couldn't they couldn't sell beer in the bowling alley.
1: Well, I, I mean, I think, uh, you know, uh, the notion that, um, and what I hear, and like I said, the opposition seems to mostly be lining up along these moral grounds. That marijuana is morally wrong, therefore we should not, as a city... This is what the Brighton leadership is saying, or some people in Brighton are saying, like we shouldn't allow this to be sold in our city. And I'm like, that's great, except you live in the 21st century and you live in Michigan and uh, you can't keep the kids down on the farm any longer. So the whole notion of, oh, if they they see, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. The notion of "If, if our kids see marijuana being purchased, which, by the way, they wouldn't. That's a nonsense argument. But even if they see it, then therefore they're going to want to go do marijuana. I'm like, okay, drive down 96. How many friggin' marijuana billboards do you see? A lot of them, and they're openly it's all the time. And it's yeah, not kind of
2: like people yeah. were, who wanted to smoke weren't getting access to it anyway. And, right. and it's, the, the thing to me is, and I, I know there is this this long term feeling about it's going to be the gateway drug and it's bad, even even though alcohol causes far more problems, but. Uh it's, it's just this inconsistent feeling about it. it. And the thing is, if you did legalize it, which it is, and adopted it and, and regulated it, it's going to be safer. I mean, who knows what's in the marijuana that's being sold underground. Right. It, it, well, and it is laced
1: with stuff. Michigan has some of the strictest standards, but it's my understanding, uh, when it comes to testing. And in fact, uh, routinely have seen the, the agency that regulates that, they have routinely recalled batches of marijuana, have them destroyed because they have not met their standards. Uh, and so, yeah, in, in terms of that argument, I, I just don't think that holds water. And again, most of the opposition that I've seen has been along moral grounds, and I just think that that's a, that's a false flag. I, I, it, it, or is just this,
2: this whole difference where... where where you see marijuana, at least its opponents to it, in a, in a whole different light than they see than they see alcohol. I mean, yeah. the city of Brighton has been an active recruiter of, of bars in downtown. They've changed they've, they've changed uh, their DDA boundaries at, to take advantage of uh, state laws that allow them to have more liquor licenses than they normally would have. And I don't say there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, how. You covered the news for a long time. How many drunk driving fatalities right. stories have you
1: covered, as opposed to uh, marijuana fatalities? You know. I, I I I think that 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 point is is well taken, well, but it I, is often ignored. I you know I I I, I don't know. I,
0: I I think the thing with with pot is from the the generation we grew up with is that it was illegal, and even though it's been legalized, some people are still it should be still illegal. Even though grandma might need it because she's sick or needs it for pain relief, or maybe even some of these people that are opposed to it are still they're using it in one way, shape, <laughs> or form. Maybe not smoking a joint somewhere, or having a bu- in their basement you have but, i mean mike, you, i think mike brings up a see, great point
1: see, you know a lot
0: about that <laughs> yeah. well, i'm just saying this no <laughs> people it's are using it for pain relief yeah. for cancer relief i mean there are there are all those things i, mean, but, I
2: just saw uh, i like anything you can be abused so you, yeah. i mean you don't want kids using it you don't want kids using alcohol either right. and and it's it's there's just this feeling that's become as you say moralized you, you draw religious or political uh, boundaries on it and, and you know what there's a part of me that understands that I, I, I'm not and I'm not sure why I'm not incredibly comfortable driving downtown and seeing a marijuana sign in front of store
1: but you know what I think within a very short time I'll get used to it I see it probably yeah. and, I don't, and I don't think those communities well look yeah. I have a 14 year I have a 14 year old kid and they're at that age where you're concerned like I don't want my kids I don't want while I recognize that I think that you know marijuana has been legalized for recreational use uh, for adults uh I don't want my 14 year old smoking pot I, I frankly I don't want my kid at any age smoking pot but that's not my choice to make for them. When they're uh, an adult. After after they're an adult. But while they're a kid, I mean, so I talked about those billboards. Recently, driving down the freeway, my kid sees one of those billboards. We have a conversation in the car. We start talking about marijuana. And I was very open with saying, I don't want you to use it. Here's why it is bad for developing brains. uh, Rich, you you kind of nailed another thing. I said, look, inhaling any kind of smoke into your lungs is bad. That's an inherently uh, bad thing for you to do health-wise. And so as a parent talking to their child, I'm going to have that conversation just like I would with alcohol. Uh, And so I I, I just don't see that there's any difference between the two. There really isn't. By the way, smoking tobacco cigarettes right? Exactly. No, and so... It, it, you, you see all this and uh, I, I just think that the, the, the notion of we're, we're going to just pretend it doesn't exist well, because yeah, I think that's, they're
0: trying to sweep it yeah. under the rug and make it go yeah. away when it's not going to go away it's not so. going away you It'll just know, uh, years, years, years ago I was on a trip that started in Amsterdam we got there a night early
2: and, and went out to dinner and had a nice dinner outside and, and next to us there was four young men and as dinner ended they uh, opened up their little uh containers and uh, each of them rolled a marijuana cigarette and, and instead of having an after dinner drink they, they had an after dinner talk and <laughs> paid to them it was
1: right. totally legal there. You know? yeah. And it's well it's it's the, the Culturally, it's Brighton, the next it's Amsterdam. It's not, uh, yes. Let's review. Um, Rich, you went to U of M in the 60s and 70s, and you were recently in Amsterdam. In Amsterdam. <laughs> I was recently what in Amsterdam. <laughs> Say, he's a second-hand <laughs> hot smoker, <Yeah. laughs> but no, no, I don't even know what
2: you're talking about. No, I, I, I don't recall that. Okay, I still, have, I still
1: have hopes for a political career. I, right, but okay. right, just, uh, yes, uh, we
2: <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> do you think I know? I know they got the petitions, yeah, signatures easily. They got like triple what they needed. But I, I'm wondering how the vote's going to turn out. Well, yeah, I here's, I think,
0: here's here's what I think they should do: after we
2: campaign against it.
0: Right. You know? I think they should have city council do a uh, a Zoom meeting. <laughs> uh, uh, where the Republican watch after they all smoke a joint and see how it makes people okay. get. <laughs> so <laughs> so it'd be like that seventy show. It'd be like that seventy show. Okay. They just pass it around, <laughs> just, and right. then about fifteen minutes after that, they start the meeting. That would be interesting. And, uh, that would be interesting viewing. I don't think that's going to happen, but
1: <laughs> Mark um, Fez is here. who cares? Care. We
0: got the roll call vote uh, and Hey, man, <laughs>
1: oh, man. <laughs> right. I think, but here's, I, I think there's an interesting point that's been brought about specifically about the ordinance that's being voted on November eighth by residents in the city of Brighton. As it is currently written, there are some things in that ordinance that I think are problematic for the city, regardless of what your point of view is on pot in terms of zoning and other issues because, let's face it, that ordinance was not written by the city. It was forced on the city by a court order. Outside groups have brought that in. Now, I'm saying this as somebody who, if I was a, a, a resident of the city of Brighton, which I'm not, I would vote to approve the use of it because I just think you, you, you have to recognize reality. But I think that if you look at the ordinance itself, it is problematic. And this is where... I think the the officials in the city of Brighton, they are they waited too long to get on top of this. They played a game of just keep putting it off and putting it off, and they allowed these outside groups to come in and dictate to them how this is going to happen. And so well, they're, they're now playing catch up. They
2: kind of got warned about that, right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. If you don't write it yourself, somebody else is going to write it.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and that's where they're at now. And we'll we'll see what the effect will be. I, I think it's going to pass. Is my That's my guess. That's all it is is a guess. I'm not making any predictions, but my guess is it will pass. But I think once it does pass, it's going to be a mess. I think mm. it'll be a mess for the city to deal with. Uh, and the, the point is, is even if it doesn't pass, it'll just come back in a different form. I mean, somebody else will bring it back next year.
2: That's all. I think so. Huh? Yeah,
1: it's not, it's not going to be a saying, one-time. Oh, this is...
2: I don't even know what the market is. There's yeah. there's a small town I drive through up north when I'm up there, and and it's I don't, I don't want to get their chamber of commerce uh, upset at me, but they don't have much of a downtown. About the only thing they got is a couple of storefronts with, with cannabis signs on the front. <laughs> I, I just don't I don't know if that's uh, uh, going to be an active uh, business and a successful business in downtown. I, do you really, don't you know what the district is? It's got to be more than just Main Street.
1: Yeah, oh, no, I in mean, fact, I think they're trying to keep it off Main Street, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I would say, just my guess is any successful marijuana business is going to want drive through capability. They just mm-hmm. are. That's true. And, <laughs> it, and that's it. That, limits your, that limits the Sell parcels that are too. available to you. Well, yeah. You know, hook up with a Taco Bell and, man, you're minting. You're just printing money.
2: Isn't there still an adult gift store
1: that they got to put brown paper over the windows? Uh, oh, you're talking about the dream factory no that's oh, wow. an adult that's oh, no, an
0: adult that's uh, we were talking about uh, oh. uh, the toy place <laughs> <Yeah>. the, the <laughs> toy place <laughs>
1: <laughs> the adult toy place toys, are us. <laughs> toys and joys <laughs> well that's a different conversation
0: <laughs> So, wow, you can put those three together.
2: <laughs> so, that's a hell of a superstore. Hell, that's
1: an amusement park.
2: Rides <laughs> in know, the man, back. Man, none, of, none of these <laughs> council members want to be on the side of of, of endorsing marijuana use just
0: because it's it's. Be- it's such a. Uh, it's you know, the stigma, was, um, man. is an emotional yeah. issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But all right. Well, we haven't learned or solved anything. Yeah. Once no. again,
1: we've succeeded
0: no. in no. the less you know with Rich Perlberg. <laughs> yeah, I got some munchies
1: <laughs> yeah, I do want to say one thing, Rich. You mentioned just a little bit ago that you you may still have some political inclinations. If that's the case, you may want to block this number. Yeah,
2: okay. I don't think this is going to help. No, I think those are more theoretical. Okay. Than <laughs> the, uh, the, the next Supreme
0: Court judge. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rich. A lot of fun as always. We'll talk to you next week for the less you know with yes, Rich yes. Perlberg. All, All right, right, take care. Bye. All right, bye bye. All right, Rich Proberg with us uh, a lot of fun and then it's going to be interesting. Uh come November. That it will so around. we'll see where the that politics goes. Politics always
1: is. Want to thank our friends at Richter and Property uh, Richter and Associates Property Management, licensed real estate brokers, rental property experts in Livingston, Genesee and Oakland counties, 40 plus years in the business, they're located in downtown Howell. Check them out online, richterassoc.com. That's r i c h t e r a s s o c.com. Sorry, I was a little behind. No, that's okay. Okay. You did well. All right, Thank you. Or give them a call. 517-540-9560. Richter and Associates Property Management. They have a couple of properties in Fowlerville available for rent. So uh, check them out. Again, that's Richter and Associates Property Management. All
0: right. Our two-cent history lesson. By the way, today is American Libraries Day. Okay. Check out a book. Or ban it. I was going to (laughs) say. It's Mad Hatter Day today. Hmm. Remember the Mad Hatter? I do. Is that um, Alice in Wonderland? Alice in Wonderland, yes. Uh, it's National <laughs> Noodle <of> Day. Speaking of drugs.
1: <laughs> yeah, <that was> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it's National Noodle Day, National Coaches Day, and National Physician's Assistant Day. The PA that yeah. walks in. Oh, sometimes you get more info out of the PA than you do the doctor. I think you do. You I think know, that's right. You're, you you, you right. kind of do sometimes. Because they're eager. They're yeah. more eager. I don't know if that's true. I'm not putting words in the doctor's mouth, but
1: he's an idiot. Anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So today is October uh, 6th, our Two Cent History Lesson, brought to you by Oakland
1: Insurance. And our good friend, Drew Goble at Oakland Insurance. And Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance. Of course, uh, you know, owning a business is a labor of love. Yes, it is. It's a lot of work. But uh, frankly, your insurance should not make more work for you and as a business owner you rely on relationships drew Goble at oakland insurance believes the best relationships are honest upfront and fair so if you're looking for a proactive partner not a part-time assistant call drew gobel at oakland insurance today 248-647-2500 1883
0: on this day the orient express completed its first run hmm. from paris To Istanbul. Did anyone get murdered? 78 hours without a murder on the train. (laughs) Well, that's boring. They didn't make a movie about that one. Right. Ever been to Istanbul? I've not. Do you know where it is on the map? Uh, Yeah, it's in Turkey. Uh, Istanbul, Turkey. Get a good deal on hair plugs there. (laughs) I believe uh, I, I'm not a, directing that
1: toward I you I would like to see There has, is a spider animal. Has Rich Probert Been to Istanbul, ah, Istanbul? I think they uh, Istanbul They may imbibe a little bit In the house I don't know what they do no. <laughs> I mean that's what
0: <laughs> i Ever heard. been to a Turkish
1: prison <laughs> Okay it's 1927 <laughs> ever, Jimmy Ever seen a gladiator movie <laughs> uh, Alright sorry 1927
0: The first talking feature film The Jazz Singer Had its premiere on this day mm. Al Jolson No it wasn't Neil Diamond No no, <laughs> no. That was the, the 70s right The remake yeah, Al Jolson yes. Coming to him Oh, I like that movie, too. The second one wasn't bad, either. <laughs> 1956. Wait a minute. Right. Never mind. Coming to America. Yeah. The second. Right. That was it. 1956, Albert Sabin discovered the oral polio vaccine. Thank you, Albert. Know what his friends called him? Al.
1: Thanks. Okay, I, I <laughs> Good job. Took a jump there, but I think I 1964,
0: out. the Beatles spent the afternoon recording eight days a week at their Abbey Road studios in London. During the evening, they spent time at the Ad Lib Club with the Ronettes and Mick Jagger. Oh, quite a night. Wonder what they were doing. I think we know. Doing a little partying with the Ronettes and, and Mick. And Mick. Yeah. That's a day in history. The Beatles made a song and then hung out at a club. Okay. With the Ron Etts and Mick Well, Jagger. yeah, I
1: understand. It's a...
0: No, because I think the public thought that the Beatles and the Stones didn't get along. Well, the Stones'
1: first hit was written by the Beatles.
0: Yeah. 1976.
1: A gold record
0: was given to uh, Rick Dees. Oh, God. For Disco Duck.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, it was 1976. Yeah. So...
0: Nineteen ninety, it was a thing. The mayor of Minneapolis declared it Prince Day, even though Prince didn't show up for any of the celebrations or anything. He was in L.A. But Prince Day, not Prince Spaghetti Day. No, that's a different day. Yeah. That's Wednesday. Twenty ten, Kevin Systrom and Mike Krieger. You know who they are, don't you? Oh, <laughs> Systrom and Krieger. They launched Instagram. Yeah,
1: those guys—they're the Instagram guys.
0: Okay. A year and a half later, they sold it to Facebook yeah. for a billion dollars. Is that all? That's what they're thinking now. Yeah. Should have went bigger. A billion—that's a billion I bucks. A building an app. Wonder what they're doing. And the whole—you know—you take I, that billion a, bucks, split it. You get your half yeah. a bill. I got my half a bill. Right. You know, you don't need to know who where I am and who I am. You know, we, I got that we kind of have
1: account. an Instagram page. Yeah, we do. That we have completely orphaned and not done anything with in a million and a half years. So um, I'm thinking we if gotta I go get back, the Insta. if I go back and check our Insta page, we probably have as many followers as say Kim Kardashian. I'm yeah, guessing probably. we're probably up there. Yeah. Now, if we are going to
0: hawk products on that, we
1: have to. Yeah, we got to. She <laughs> just had to get that fine. Yeah. Which I'm like. The whole thing, and of course, she had to pay like a million and a half dollar fine because, was it she, the SEC? She, yeah, because she was hawking some cryptocurrency and didn't say explicitly that she was being paid she was, to do it. And I'm like, does anyone not assume she's being paid for everything that she does on that page? Sure. All right. 2011, the Starships,
0: or I should just say Starship because they don't go by the Starship. Starships, we built this city. Was named the worst song of the 1980s yeah. by Rolling Stone magazine. They took a poll. Yeah. And people said, We built this city, worst song of the 80s. Right. And yet local radio stations <laughs> will play We Built This City. Uh, they, they do a indeed. lot. Yeah. Don't listen to that. Over.
1: And, over and over
2: and over and over
1: again. I actually listened once to, I want to say it was a half hour podcast, maybe it was even an hour. Uh, and they talk in this, the that particular podcast, they break down different songs that you know for either good or bad, and that was one of the bad ones. And they they took an hour to break down "We Built This City," talking to the guy who wrote it, uh, talking to the band, and uh, how that came about, and and then how it got promoted, and and basically at the end of the day, it was like, yeah, it was a cash grab. Sure it was. <laughs> you know, it was and it was just it was a horribly written, you know, it was like a Frankenstein monster of a song, where you're just hammering together lyrics. <laughs> You know,
0: ah, they'll you're, you're. and it was a hit. Yeah, it just now you are going to be thinking it, aren't you? <laughs> I got it in my head <laughs> from the <laughs> album Knee Deep in the Hoopla. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and it also had uh, we. Ro- uh, I Rock myself to sleep. I don't remember which that. April Wine did for one oh, some horror okay. movie, <laughs> and I think April Wine did a better wow, job. We're getting deep here. Yeah, all right, all right. That's, that's our other podcast. That, yeah, knee, <laughs> that knee, be deep, a, in the knee deep in the hoopla.
1: All right. All, right. all right, that'll be our next podcast. That's, that's our two cent history
0: lesson, by the way. Brought to you by Drew Goble in Oakland Insurance. Call Drew today, 248-647-2500. And if there's
1: somebody that's knee-deep in the hoopla, it's it's Drew Goble. When it's Frank about insurance. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah.
0: Did you see Hocus Pocus, the movie, the, yeah, original, the Hocus original Hocus Pocus? In yeah, yes, fact,
1: we just watched it this past Sunday with some friends. Did you watch Hocus the, Pocus 2? No, because they hadn't seen the original, and they saw that there was Hocus Pocus 2, So they said, well, we were like, all right, we'll watch Hocus Pocus with you. So then you're ready to watch Hocus Pocus 2.
0: And are you ready? I don't know. Well, here's your warning courtesy of Mike and John Got It Going On. There's a woman in Texas that claims she wants to alert parents that the new Disney Hocus Pocus 2 can harm your children. Oh, God. Through the television screen, sending vibes to your children through the screen. Perhaps you shouldn't Perhaps the TV. making them witches. Yes, okay. Just so you know. Hmm. You've been warned. Right. Vibes come through the TV uh-huh. to per- make your kids you should just, witches. I don't know.
1: Turn it off then. Maybe you don't need a TV. Hmm. Yeah. So there you have it. Okay. okay. Well They're now warm. I know. Right. Yeah, you do. Here's the vibes that came off as I watched it, which was I uh, I don't know, I don't think this movie's held up well. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: it doesn't deserve a I was like, eh,
1: eh, it's okay.
0: I don't know that I saw it. I don't
1: think I ever saw it. It's got some moments, but then there's some other moments you're like, Ugh. Okay. It's got, you know. Your stock 90s douche characters. Just think was in it. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Yes, you do. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I uh, once owned a uh, uh, 98 digress, uh, Toyota digress. <laughs> Oh, you yeah, and uh, it broke down once, uh, <laughs> and, and I wish I would have known the good friends at Murphy's Family <laughs> And In one time, in the 90s, with my tire, Right, time, but time. I did, so the digress had to go to the, the junkyard. Yeah. But had I known about Murphy's, Murphy's Family, family auto, auto, they could have got my 98 digress back on the road. Yeah, they I'm could have. sure of it. They had great <laughs> skill and experience. Give them a call, 517-552-3040. They're open Saturdays, 8 to 1, and if you... Uh, Stop in and say Mike and John sent you. You'll save five percent off your. Bill. And if you tell them you got to digress, yeah, Toyota <laughs> 98 digress. Ninety-eight digress. They're not going to. No, they're not going to take your like, call. It was, it was a hatchback. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy's Family Auto, Had Doors that open up, gull <laughs> wing style. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, it was great. Murphysfamilyauto.com. <laughs> also, another note. Want to remind you uh, tonight, Thursday night. Uh, the oh, Livingston Diversity Council will be showing the Boblo Boat documentary, uh, and uh, filmmaker Aaron Schillinger, who we interviewed on the show uh, previously, will be there. And uh, I will be conducting a question and answer session uh, with Aaron after the showing of the film, which starts at seven o'clock. And uh, of course, it talks about the uh, restoration of the uh, steamship St. Clair and the haunted one too. Yeah. And uh, so it's, yeah. it's, it, it looks like a fun. Uh, interesting uh, documentary, and then uh, we'll talk with Aaron afterwards. Tickets are just $10, uh, and again, that's tonight, Thursday night, October 6th, 7 to 9, at the Historic Health Theater. Bob Lobo, a Detroit fairy tale brought to you by the Livingston Diversity Council. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Cool stuff. Yeah, Even the, even, despite even with John Even there, with me conducting there, it should the, still be
0: fun. The Q&A. Yeah. Yeah, your Q&A hat.
1: I'm going to be like Donahue.
0: Yeah, He's running yeah. around
1: the audience with the microphone, and
0: you have a question. You have a question. Well, I won't be running. <laughs> Let's face
1: it. I only run if there's dinosaurs and tsunamis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's it.
0: I'll be you know. And everyone gets a gift. From I'll stroll John. over. I'll strut. Yeah, mm, maybe I'll go. strut. Yeah, you haven't strutted yeah. in a while. It has been a while. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, what's yeah. going on tonight. Is it? Tom? Yeah. That's yeah. what you said. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. Thursday, yeah. October sixth, seven to nine, historic Hall of Theater. Hey now, Pablo boats a Detroit fairy tale. Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.